0: Hitting you with the harmonica right off the top! You didn't even see it coming! You didn't even know Toby could play the harmonica. And I can't. I just blew into it a little bit. I know a couple things. But here I am, Toby7, with always the. Guzzy Wuzzy 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 (laughs) Wuzzy. Tag Guzzy Wuzzy. What's that? Say hi, Guzzy Wuzzy. Hi. (laughs) The Guz, everybody. That's Guz, the Guz. I'm Toby Seven with The uh, and this is Mediocre Marriaging and Other Observations. Right off the top, I gotta give a shout out to some motherfucker named Alfred, who apparently, listen, hey, let me tell you what happened, I got a text message. Hi Alfred, last time we had a barbecue at Lucy's house and broke the champagne, do you remember? To which I replied, apologies, I'm not Alfred, and was not at said barbecue. She responded, Sorry, I updated my phone before and may have saved the wrong number. I hope I didn't bother you. And I responded, not at all. About to start my podcast called Mediocre Marriaging and Other Observations. I'll give Alfred a shout out about the hilarity of the barbecue mishap. Hope you have a refreshing, refreshing remainder of your day and this person keeps texting me back, and apparently they're from China. And now she's saying some shit about cryptocurrency, and now I'm starting to think this might be a scam. So we're going to figure that out later. But anyway, if Alfred's real, I hope the hilarity at the barbecue did actually happen. Otherwise, I'm about to get robbed. All right. into um, the podcast, folks. Into the podcast. Uh, if you are new to this podcast, what we do here is we try to bring up topics about marriaging because we feel like we're kind of crushing it and we make some jokes and some other observations along the way of course you wouldn't be new to this podcast i don't believe as we only have i think one or two listeners which hey man good for you thanks thanks you know supporting the little guy thanks trying to make this my retirement
1: although maybe if that text stream isn't some kind of a scam that's trying to get you to buy into something and it's actually a real person maybe they would listen maybe Yeah. She's from China. more more likely it's a scam.
0: Yep, yep, yep. yep. It's not not looking good for now. Not looking good. So, a couple things we wanted to bring up. We just got back from an absolute amazing vacation. Would you agree?
1: Yes. Wonderful, relaxing, fun, absolutely fabulous vacation.
0: All-inclusive resort in Jamaica. It was... Fucking bananas! It was. think is
1: so gorgeous.
0: Always go all inclusive, and if you're gonna go, get the razzle dazzle. We got the the semi private plane from the airport to the resort. It's worth the fucking money. You don't want to be on a bus with fifty other fucking. We don't listen. We don't make a lot of money. Mm-mm. We're not. We're not fucking trillionaires. No. We have. We, we need, save up. Yeah so we
1: you know and then whenever we go we go fuck a razzle task yeah you save up you go only every so often
0: fucking you gotta everybody should do it save up and make sure you treat yourself Mm -hmm. treat yourself like the best like the like treat treat yourself like you 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 know like you deserve it because you do if you work hard you fucking deserve it everybody deserves it and especially those that are really putting fucking a lot of effort out there
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we
0: gap... You know, but here was the thing. While we were... Obviously, we've talked about them before. We possess two extremely large animals. Yes. Uh, We have Andrew, my favorite dog, Mm -hmm. and my best friend Mm -hmm. forever. Uh The the one who accompanied me on my 11-day journey across the country. Correct. Um, He's the greatest dog that ever lived. And then we have... um, the other one that's the size of a goddamn deer.
1: He's a sweetheart. He's, He's a wonderful dog.
0: He has a mental. He has a mental problem. Stop it. The His point name was is Jack. So obviously, if we're going to be gone for a week, somebody has to, you know, fucking move the steer, as as it were, herd the yeah. cattle, feed so them,
1: give them attention, let them out.
0: The two boys are here. Mm-hmm. Ages. I don't know how old they are. 18 and 22. Mm Mm-hmm. And not only was it up to them to take care of these two animals the entire time that we were gone, but they had to take care of the house and uh, be responsible, Mm. i.e., no, you're not having a party at our fucking house
1: Keeping the house clean and orderly. Any of those
0: 90s stereotype movies. <laughs> yeah. Any movie, like, Can't Hardly Wait. Who Like, the parents were never... Like, I don't... Listen, I get it. Anyway, uh, I'm going to do a tangent. So, you know, and even... I'm guilty of it. Whenever I was a kid, even though we were fucking dirt poor, um, my grandma stayed... She went on a vacation with her boyfriend. Oh, God. He was such a piece of shit, too. She do a <laughs> fucking podcast. Now, that motherfucker. They went to, like, Maryland for a week. And me and my cousin, Matt, threw a fucking rager. A rager. Wow. So many people were there. I remember at some point, someone asked me why I was there. <laughs> like, because they were, like, a and it, were, it was a trailer. I mean, it, it was the only trailer on the street. And I remember this kid come up and he goes, what you doing here? And I was like, man, I live here. He goes, you throwing this party? I'm like, yeah, apparently I am. <laughs> yeah, it was dope. <laughs> yeah, I remember a guy woke up. He was like, man, I, if you could help me find my shoes, man. I didn't even know this cat. So anyway, uh, it was a fucking, it was a big party.
1: And the, the point is that we could trust our kids to not do that.
0: To not do that. Yeah. We knew unequivocally, without question, with 100% trust, mm-hmm. we knew that they would be able to take care of the animals, Yep. water Guz's plants as she asks, mm-hmm. follow the schedule that we write down. We know, we 100% knew that everything would be taken care yeah. of. Yeah. But that's not the point of our podcast today, is it, Baby Cakeums?
1: Um. Not entirely. Like, that's a way to highlight the point that you wanted to talk about.
0: Sure. But what's the point?
1: How, to, rec- how to recognize your kids... Whenever for your who kids who are fucking
0: are. chads, dude. Like, whenever they're... whenever no. If you leave town, they are the ones that are going to fucking throw some ridiculous rager.
1: Well, no, I think that's still to highlight the point of recognizing your kids for who and what they are, which is much broader than being a chad.
0: That's true. I can't... I can't disagree.
1: Yeah. So your point to the podcast today is...
0: One, to know if your kid is just, like, that piece of shit kid. Like, he's probably a piece of shit at school. He probably picks on people. Like, here's the thing. I worked. I worked with uh, one of the women that I had worked with previously as a behaviorist. Her son went to school with our youngest. or, Or our oldest. And our oldest knew him. And he goes, yeah, he's a fucking asshole. Like, he picks on kids and bullies kids and shit like that. Hmm. But she would, like, talk him up. He was a football player and, and like, and talk about how great at athleticism he was and things like that. But our son knew him as as, that guy's a piece of shit. Like, uh-huh. he bullies, I've seen him actively bully kids. So what is it, like, how does she not see that? That her son is that kid.
1: I don't know. Maybe she's kind of that way, too.
0: She, she's very polite. She was very nice. I mean, she did kind of fuck our homeboy over a little bit, but I think that was more of a, I gotta save myself. Like, getting rid of, like, her her assisting and, and me, me and him have talked about this, and this is, it, it's gonna be all ridiculous because no one's gonna understand what we're talking about, but she... It was she. she knew, getting rid of him was like her lifeboat for lasting one more year.
1: Yeah, um, but she's that doesn't not mean a bully. that she—that doesn't mean that she wasn't at some point in her life, and it doesn't mean that she doesn't hold some of the same mental patterns and attitudes that don't come out in the same way.
0: Or her husband. I mean, who sure? Who, who is the role model of the boy?
1: Well, beyond who's the role model, if you have a way of thinking that is similar and in line to the bully's way of thinking, then you're not not—you're going to look at the bully's behavior and not recognize what it is.
0: Okay, but if we go back to our two, like, our oldest was guilty of bullying, and remember how, like, we were shocked about it. We were like, I, I remember sitting and talking, I'm like, you actually did that? Yeah.
1: Yeah, we were shocked.
0: I, I couldn't believe it. Like, he got in trouble for it, and I remember sitting and talking to him, and I just remember s- saying, like, because he had been bullied his entire life, mm-hmm. so for it to be in a situation where he bullied some girl, he kind of picked on some girl, I was like, and he did it f- essentially because he was, like, his friend's mascot, like...
1: Yeah, and because of that, like, in hindsight... He had
0: disabilities where he was small. Like, he was, like, he had a... well, What was the condition?
1: He just had a growth hormone deficiency. He had
0: a growth hormone deficiency. So, currently, he's only he's only five feet tall, but he's, like, proportionate. He's not a little person.
1: But in hindsight, maybe we should have seen... Maybe we shouldn't have been as surprised. Not seen it coming because he should know better, but been able to not be surprised. Like, maybe we just shouldn't have been as surprised because lots of people who have been bullied once in a, a different situation do bully hmm. and we didn't even think about that We just because we thought well he would know better but he was also falling into that like really liked middle class white privilege way too much at that stage too and he was
0: like the kids that he thought were cool were all fucking morons like the, like somehow he I don't know what part of Freud would, would say this but he, at some point he kind of Rebelled against everything that I thought.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, everything.
1: Yeah, that's common for a lot of teenagers. Is, Is it? Mm-hmm. I thought so.
0: I didn't do it. I was, well, I mean, I was always thinking for myself. Yeah, so... And you, I never You really had to do
1: that way, but you had to do that way earlier than most do. Like, and I you were never, not given good examples.
0: I got... I didn't really get bullied I mean a couple incidents of like ridiculousness but like you know my books getting slapped in my hands once but it was nothing that was like I got bullied I never got bullied bullied. and I never bullied I never bullied anybody and I tried to teach and I don't but when you
1: talk about kids rebelling teenagers rebelling against their parents thoughts you didn't have to do that as a teenager because you already knew the people raising you were morons
0: yeah they were real dumb
1: so there was no need to rebel cuz you like you just already had to learn that you were smarter than them at that point. And that never changed. You still maintained, yeah, I was always smarter than them. Yeah. So it's different like the oldest looking at us up until the rebelling part like really and even right now has come back to sanity and Yeah, it's a full right circle now, swing. Right now like we have this very good honest open relationship. We have very similar viewpoints on things so he was given a a lot he was given good examples who were trying to do the right thing and in many situations where kids have that they're going to rebel just because they're trying to individuate they're trying to find themselves and if they've got some idiot friends particularly for a kid who didn't have consistent friends because of being really small and moving around a lot before we got them yeah i think in hindsight we should have seen it coming not come just, in, assume, just been less surprised.
0: I mean, just because... Oh, here's when I was bullied. I was bullied when I was in, like, third grade and the first half of fourth where the school was mostly black. And so white people were the minority at the school and black kids would just pick on white kids. hmm And just being white, you fucking that kid Marcello and motherfucker...
1: I think the point is, though, that not everybody who bullies was bullied.
0: Well, I was bullied.
1: But you don't, you never bullied people. That's no. the point. It's just because you were bullied doesn't mean you're going to bully. And just because somebody is a bully doesn't mean that they were bullied. It just sometimes happens that if you were bullied, then you fall into that pattern when you now are the stronger in You mean in you're the more likely
0: to? Um, you, f- you, think that you think the statistic would be a higher rate? If you were bullied. Uh, no, I'm not saying bully.
1: that. I'm not saying that. It's just Hitler I think I was bullied. I'm <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying. That's fact. All I'm saying is that you shouldn't just automatically assume that that a kid who was bullied won't bully. That that's a foolish thought. That just be well, they learned they saw what it was like for them, so they won't do it to somebody else no so, that's there's and i'm not saying i'm not saying higher lower likelihood i'm not saying any of that okay. it's just you can't negate it and i think that when you talk about our oldest we never thought of him bullying because we thought well he'd been bullied he knew better and that was foolish of us to not realize that no it could still happen
0: but it does apply to the youngest one because he has been bullied and he knows not to bully
1: yeah They're just different kids that's so interesting.
0: Like, I mean, obviously the I mean, organically, you're not related to either one of them, but in mm-hmm. terms of like shaping their behavior, obviously you're you were part of that. Mm-hmm. Mostly with the youngest. Well, some with the youngest. Well, I was
1: oldest. around the youngest for a longer period of time.
0: Yeah. So, like we got the oldest later. Yeah, but whenever they're younger, they're 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 you know, it's like a softer Play-Doh. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do a lot with that. Yeah. Whenever they get older, the Play-Doh starts to get a little harder, and to try to move and mold and mush, it gets difficult. Mm Mm-hmm. But the the younger one's been bullied. Yeah. Like, he's told me stories, and he's like, "Yeah, this happened. And I'm like, well... And and he's been like, because it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, at least he's taking it...
1: He's not being traumatized He's not
0: taking it personally. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, which is first of all a great rule of life don't ever fucking take it personally so obviously somebody doing something he's just like alright man like fucking we get it you're super cool blah blah yeah. blah you know I'm mm-hmm. sure you're gonna fucking be successful in life nobody gives a shit everybody yeah. go fuck themselves like that's literally how he looks at it yeah. if somebody says or does something to make fun of him he's like okay like yeah. you won today I guess like, it, do- it doesn't matter in my fucking life like, and to be that wise at that age, I think is super fucking big.
1: It is. That's huge.
0: To huge emotional that intelligence. To realize this singular moment is so fucking small to me that it doesn't even matter in my existence. Yeah. Like, you don't even matter in my entire existence. I'm, I'm going to forget about you, and you will no longer exist. Yeah. You will be dead to me.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> can we
0: but move forward? But no, it's important. I think that's important because to not take it personally at that age is very, very, very what's the word? Uh, advanced.
1: It is. Yeah, it's huge.
0: So, how, I mean, was that a nature or a nurture thing?
1: I believe everything is both.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think that you can pull either one out of it.
0: Okay. All right. Well, let's go back to the original thing of if your kid's a total fucking dickhead. Like, I mean,
1: recognizing th- your kid for what they, what and who they are can expand beyond that, though. Like recognizing if your kid is shy or anxious or depressed. Mm. Recognizing if your kid is
0: okay. Let's talk about the shy thing. I've said this before, I think, on the podcast. If if someone, if your kid is old enough and to talk and do it, to interact. And a and a person says to them. Hi, how are you? The kid can't just bury their face in your in your lap, and you excuse that behavior by saying, "Oh, they're just shy." No, fuck that. That's rude. If you're fucking twenty five and you do that, you're you look like a fucking moron, and you're an asshole. Hold right. on, I'm not it, finished it, on my tangent. So Jesus listen. Christ. So. don't ever no parent should ever use that fucking oh they're shy no you fucking tell your kid hey that person said hello you say hello back that's how this whole fucking situation that's how it works that should start from the fucking beginning
1: you're right and maybe I shouldn't have used the word shy maybe I should have said introverted because that's really what I was referring to I I was referring to somebody who shies away from kind of public attention but is not an asshole because obviously if somebody says something to you you have to still acknowledge like Gonna be it's, polite. You you interact in a very civil human way. Yeah, regardless, and that's what you of, should be
0: teaching your children. Regardless
1: to do. of whether or not you feel shy, you still have to respond.
0: Yeah, that's just discomfort. And by the way, everyone, if you really want to grow as a person, you need to really l- just learn how to just t- keep your toes right in that discomfort zone. Just keep them there and and that's how you slowly move forward because you start getting a tolerance for discomfort and then whenever discomfort is occurring you're able to stay calm because you're used to it now you've been in those waters it's good for you I promise it's good for you like get. I remember getting on stage in high school that would make most people uncomfortable being in, on stage with 600 people but I, I, I loved that kind of discomfort like I felt comfortable there I liked it Okay. Not because I was getting attention, but just the discomfort I, thing. Sorry, so I, I went on a tangent.
1: So I agree it is important to stay in, in some kind of realm of discomfort. That said, I do think it's important to recognize if you have a shy kid, not excuse their behavior if their behavior is dickish. Because there's a difference between being a dick and being shy. I am I'm an introvert, so I've I've always felt shy. I've never failed to respond to people, though like it just maybe makes me feel more awkward than it does another person. They, so, but that's important to recognize in your children. Are they introverted, extroverted, shy, really quick to warm up to people? Like
0: did your did your mom when did your mom start making you order for yourself at restaurants? Pretty young. Yeah, me too. Like basically once I could walk and talk, they were like you order.
1: Yeah, cuz I can't remember.
0: And we did that with the youngest. We did with both. I well, mean, yeah, with both. As soon obviously. as we, the both, like you talk for yourselves, man. Like, and it was harder with the youngest because he had that speech impediment. Bless him. Then he had, so, he's better at it now, even though he mumbles too fucking much. But he does mumble. Um, but, but no,
1: it's important to speak for yourself. I don't but, know. I ever remember my mom ordering for but, me.
0: Yeah, I always remember them being like, you "Order for yourself." hmm And I used to get five cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Five well, cheeseburgers plain extra extra. But people. but
1: the point is that you could still be shy and do all of these things. And to recognise if that if your kid is one of those kids. Um Really? Yeah, I think it's important. That no. we
0: you, you think it's possible to be both?
1: Yeah, me. I, I'm I'm the example of that. I'm extremely shy. I'm very introverted. This thing that you do where you, you're able just to talk with anybody anywhere. Me? Yeah. Yeah? It, it's foreign to me on all levels. I've learned how to do it. I've learned how to engage in it and I, have people not realize that I'm an introvert. So like, but.
0: okay, so like in Jamaica, mm-hmm. like the way people would talk and I would talk back. Mm-hmm. Or with Bart, like, Bant, like, there was that, like, the friendly... Banter, yeah,
1: like, I can do that, but it just would never last as long, because I'm not going to kind of... I'm just not going to be good at engaging in it to the point where it lasts a long time. Hm. At least oh, most of the time. Every once in a while, you have some weird anomaly, you click with the person, and whatever. But, yeah, like, I can engage in the friendly banter, but...
0: Yeah, I'm pretty good at it. It's pretty slick. It's like jazz. Like, you just kind of, like, you're jamming with somebody. Like, they're doing a thing, and you're like, all right, I, I can play that tune. Like, all right, we're, now we're dancing. And, and then, and it, then that's how it works to me.
1: And see, I'm just happy to sit there and watch that go on. Just the people watching.
0: I don't, I don't need I don't to like be engaged watching. I don't need I don't need the interaction either. But if it occurs... You're not uncomfortable. Then I'll dance. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you don't shy away from it.
0: Um, I don't know even know what that means. Like, if somebody's gonna do what they're gonna do.
1: Yeah, but some of that depends on how you respond and how you interact. Like,
0: you mean I along you I prolong it, and you yeah. would, you would shut it down quicker.
1: Even in like they'd make like a even, statement,
0: and you would be like, "Yep," and it would kind of end. Where I'd be like, "Yeah, right now about blah blah blah." And Most would, of
1: the time, yeah. I'm going to answer with like, "Yep, that's crazy," and or, you're
0: saying I do what I just said.
1: Yes, sometimes I do that, but not very often.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: And I'm able to engage in it with you while you're doing it. But how I, about this?
0: I notice when you do it, it's about negative stuff.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well... No, that's. I mean, it's about 50-50. Nah, if I'm being fair. no, nah, I was wrong. I was wrong when I first said that. Right. It's It's about
1: 50-50. Well, I think it's important to recognize shyness and extroversion in your kids, because you might have to help them through either one. And they're both going to have differences in how they respond to the world, and respond to you leaving them in charge of things.
0: I know. I just think, how much of an imprint is us? I don't, like... Because if you look at the youngest one, he really approaches things like fucking 35-year-old me.
1: Um, on, in terms well, of uh, thought On a pro- lot of
0: things, but then there's also a lot of things that are like the 18-year-old me that's still stupid.
1: Well, yeah, obviously. But it's all
0: a varying version of me.
1: Uh... Yeah, but he's a bit more introverted than you are.
0: Yes. Yeah, he still doesn't know how to... He hasn't figured... He hasn't got that comfort yet. I think because... I think because he has had a touch of bullying that he's been able to accept. There's some things about himself he doesn't necessarily like. Everybody's got those things, man. And you gotta come to terms with them. And until you come to terms with them, you can't... You know... Dance, dancing is a. It's a. It's he's also, you know,
1: avoidant of conflict and and anything that would be an awkward situation. Or if you think it's going to be an awkward situation or in, include conflict, you don't turn away from that at all. Well, Sometimes you lean in.
0: I'm. I like, so that's
1: very different. Also.
0: That's true. That's true. And we have been places where he's asked me to stop being me. <laughs> <laughs> Like we'll, and he'll just like we'll be someplace like in a store and he'll look at me and just like will you just please stop? <laughs> and I'm like what? And he's like just stop it. He's like people are looking at us. And I'm like okay. And I'm not being attention seeking. I'm just being you. I'm just being me. Yeah.
1: If I if I, I, I just think- listen,
0: I'll be in the middle of J C and I'll just break out and fucking hey-ya if I want to.
1: I think he forgot how much of like you goes everywhere including stores you know it's not going to like things like the mall having to take them to the mall anymore and covid and all this stuff like there we just hadn't shopped together in a while yeah and then now that he's doing that more with you again you know since the world opened back up and he's He's driving so you can have him drive drive up to a place please
0: stop Please, please stop it. Like, people are looking. And I'm like, dude, I'm I'm doing whatever I want. What are you talking about? He forgot that home home you is the
1: same as you everywhere.
0: I only get one second at a time, and I'm trying to live each and every one of those last seconds to its very last percolated motherfucking drop. Yeah. That's my life. I like that life.
1: Yeah, so that's another area where he's definitely different than you, so it's not all about imprinting. And
0: I think you'll get there, though. I don't know, maybe. Look at Zach.
1: Uh, different kids.
0: I know, but he's getting there.
1: Yeah, he is.
0: Like, it took a minute, but he's also older. Yeah. Five years older, so makes sense, right? But Absolutely. anyway, yeah, if your kid is... It, it, let's say your kid is the stereotypical dickhead from the '90s movie area, right? Right. The you fucking... are,
1: you're real focused on this, on uh, focusing on those kids. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I we'll am. we'll just finish it up there.
0: Okay. Wow. Well, you know what? Listen, guys, I want you to know. Sometimes she hits me a lot. I don't hit you. Yes, you do sometimes.
1: I think about it.
0: <laughs> okay. No. Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> Those, those kids do exist. Like, those are oh, real yeah. kids. You've interacted with that kid. Oh, we've, I've all, we've interacted. all interacted with that kid. That kid has parents.
1: Yeah. What the
0: fuck, man? Dude, I don't know.
1: I don't know. What's
0: wrong with them?
1: The parents also might be Chad's, or whatever the female version of Chad would be. A Chad.
0: Um, How do they not see it? White I, privilege? but it's not always white people
1: no it's not always white people but when you have an image of a chad in your head
0: it's a white dude yeah yeah come on <laughs> but there, there's totally black chads of course I mean, there are there's Asian chads there's all kinds of fucking of course chads. there are there's chads of all fucking races
1: yeah just but like there can be female chads too even I though I bet we... you
0: there's a fucking fuck ton of Arab chads dude really oh I bet I, because they have the whole fucking misogyny thing down over there Okay. Oh, there's a bitch off. Fuck ton of fuck boys. Just, oh, okay. Yeah, just being fucking chads all over. Anyway,
1: the place. so if your kid's a chad, how you if don't see it? If you're an
0: Indian listener, I I, apo- I don't want to apologize, but I, you know, I made a stereotypical judgment right there, and it was kind of a joke, really. I mean, but it's kind of also might be true. I don't know. Let's move forward.
1: Yeah. Uh, so if you don't recognize that your kid's a chad... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure why Maybe because the kid is like you Maybe because Maybe the kid just isn't supervised Or parented very well Maybe the parents are kind of distant So they don't even realize that the kid's a Chad The kid's developing behaviors from something else um. Maybe the kid's a Chad Because they're rebelling against their parents
0: Hmm. I wish there was a solution, right?
1: Yeah, there's not going to be one solution. I mean, there could be lots of solutions, but it depends on.
0: Like, if you know your kids a dick, like, how do you fix that?
1: Uh, well, I hope that you catch it early enough, that you see it early enough to actually be able to make some significant
0: change. I can't say for certain, but I think my one, my one homeboy's oldest turned out not to be his. But it was his for eighteen years that he raised him. I, I wonder. I think he was kind of a dick at school. Yeah, I think so. Maybe I am misremembering. I could be misremembering, and that okay that might be true. So I might be fucking wrong about that. Next time I talk to him, I'll have to ask. But I think he, I, if I remember, and I, again might be wrong, but I think he, his kid was kind of a a dick. Okay, and I think it just like. I think he tried to address it, but the mom kind of like brushed it off as like well, that's the phase that the boys go through.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that some I might pe- be wrong about all that. Well, some people definitely think that well, it's, well, it's just boys being boys, or it's just a no, phase. No, he's a dick. Or. You know, it's their sweetheart, so they can't see anything wrong or any problems that they have. Because you know that there's those parents that just refuse to acknowledge the oh, bad.
0: yeah. Listen, as a person that's worked in multiple schools, I've met those parents. Oh, like
1: that one bitch that we used to live by who was, when their kid was being a total asshole, was like, oh, they're so punk rock. No. No, your kid's a dick. He's an asshole.
0: He's just being so punk rock right now. I, I No, what the fuck are you talking about? This kid's an asshole. Yeah, asshole. Yes. Bullshit behavior. One, I remember one time a kid got into a fight in one of my schools. And the parent came up and he goes, Well, I, I taught him if he gets hit he hits back. And I was like, well, I understand that. But unfortunately, if you hit somebody, you, you, you hit somebody. Whether you get hit first or you don't, that's kind of the rule of the school. Yeah. I didn't make it up, but that's the rule. He goes, well, I don't think he's going to get suspended. And I was like, well, he's gonna get suspended. Uh, three days out, um, he can come back on this date. Mm-hmm. Well, if he comes back tomorrow, and I'm like, we will not allow him in school. <laughs> and He will be waiting for you outside near the curb. Like I, like, I don't know. Like, how do you think these rules don't apply to you?
1: That's like if parents it's feel that way. Fucking that's fucking astounding. A-
0: that somebody thinks the rules don't apply to them.
1: Yeah, it's weird.
0: Like, what makes you so goddamn special?
1: Oh, like the whole fucking airport. God, I feel like we talked about that in the airport, too.
0: Yes, we talked a ton about that in the airport. Yeah. Like, listen, whenever the fucking airplane... Listen, guys. Oh, my God. I hope at some point this podcast gets big enough that we have to do throwback episodes like Bird does. But listen to me. Whenever you're getting off a fucking plane, when the plane stops, the people in the front are the first ones that should be getting up Grabbing their bags and going. In that order. Get up, grab your bags and go. Get up, grab your bags and go. And it should slowly move backward. If you're in the back of the fucking plane, there's no reason for you to stand up. Get in the fucking aisle. Try to grab your shit. Like, like you're not going anywhere. You're just getting in people's way and potentially hitting other people with your fucking bag. You fuck-tot. Fuck-tot. Like, <laughs> God, man. Fucking people. That, that I'm gonna be honest. It's with had you. the
1: number of carry-ons after you go through. Listen,
0: I actually fucking thought about this this morning when you made me get up and get take care of the dog rudely. She was, she was totally sleep through in it, so it wasn't rude. It was just her sleeping. But and honestly, it's my <laughs> dog. I should take care of anyway. So anyway, um, I was actually thinking about that, and I was like, what do I miss most about vacation? And you know what it was? The fucking lack of of. Like I didn't ha- I barely had to deal with people. Yeah. And the people's bullshit.
1: Yeah, we had to deal with very few people.
0: There was very few people's bullshit that we had to deal with. Hey, shout out to Power Strap. Powerstrap. Power Strap, the drug dealer in Jamaica. He's a good guy. He makes good coral bracelets. If you ever go to Jamaica and you find a dude named Powerstrap, he make you a good coral bracelet that's worth to thirty five dollars.
1: Yeah, they're amazing.
0: Um He's great. Makes right in front of you. So, fuck, I don't know where I was going with that.
1: You, what you miss most about vacation is oh, the lack was, of dealing with people. Yes,
0: and that was most evident while coming back through the airports. Oh, yeah. And I was like, these motherfuckers are a different species than me. Oh, yeah. Like, how are you treating each other that way? Like, only, all of you are only thinking of yourself. Correct. Like you're not thinking of all of us as as a collective.
1: Yeah. Like you're, we can make this you're process You're only simple? concerned
0: about your own fucking self.
1: If everybody just paid attention to everybody else and just thought about the collective, we can make the whole process better.
0: Let's think about this on a logical collective viewpoint.
1: How does everybody get out of here? It would with move less so
0: hassle? much fucking smoother and there would be less people getting injured. I I can see why people are freaking out on planes. I can see it. Like,
1: yeah.
0: if I was a less calm person, I could have killed at least six people. Oh, yeah. Easily.
1: Yeah, and for the most part, it's not the staff.
0: Listen, I put—I actually did, act- on purpose, kick a man's fucking leg. Yeah. I did, did that. It happened.
1: Yeah, we didn't have problems with any of the staff.
0: No, the staff were I all mean, cool.
1: The process that the staff make you go through is... What, holding maybe, our
0: fucking bags cause of two like listen, we're that's white people problem now. Um so yeah, but, anyway, we had a great time. Nevertheless. Yeah.
1: But I agree that like having to interact with and just just the experience of bullshit that you don't want to have to fuck with, that you have to living your everyday life on in crazy on vacation we did not have to do that and that's that what nice. I miss most is
0: not having to deal with other people's bullshit. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck we accomplished today. I mean, we're at 36 minutes. Yeah, I don't know what so Did we talk been? about anything?
1: We did. How to recognize your kids for who, what they are.
0: All right. You feel like we... That was a good... You think we covered that well?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm going to ask you to re-listen to it because I feel like it was a little tangential. So maybe did we did it go off
0: the rails? Tell me if it went off the rails.
1: A little bit here and there. We kept bringing it back, Motherfucker. but... Motherfucker. But it it sideswiped a couple times. So listen to it. Maybe there are other additional points that we will want to make at some point in the future.
0: Or someone else can make some additional points if they would like to listen to what we have to say about it. You could yeah. email us at mediocre dot, dot at gmail dot com. Correct. I got that right. You did. I did. And it's okay. All right. And my name is wait, who are you? Oh, oh, wait, wait, God. We have a tip of the day? It's on you. You gotta think about it. You gotta think about it. Tip of the day is... I don't know. Guys, you, you're no good under pressure. No. Like...
1: I mean, certainly not this... Not verbal pressure.
0: Like, if we were on The Amazing Race... How do you think we would do?
1: As long as I didn't have to suddenly answer trivia questions or, you
0: know. No, 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 we're just racing across the world. Oh yeah. I think yeah. we'd do think, pretty well. Yeah, I
1: think we'd do well. But all of a sudden you put me on the spot and I have to say something.
0: Why do you think we would do well? Because I have an opinion about this. I just came up with it in my head. Why do you think we would do so well?
1: You are uber competitive and we make a good team.
0: We do make, why do we, why would we make such a good team though? That's what I'm saying. In my head, I think I know why I would make such a good team.
1: Uh, I mean, I feel like. What do you mean? Why would like?
0: Like I have this phrase in my. We head know
1: right that we would. We know that we could, we make a good team. That's why we started a fucking podcast.
0: I know, but but what is it about us, that like? Communication. Like doing the amazing race, to, like me and you, as we were together, we're we amazing race to other people. There's something about us that I think that would make us the best. I think we would win immediately and I think
1: we trust one another and communicate well
0: I think it's because we balance out each other's weakest points oh yeah like, that's fair in terms of if it turns to like it, it comes down to like awaken a smile charm how do we get this done who's doing the talking you every time that's gonna be me yeah um problem solving we do together absolutely com- unbelievably well mm-hmm. and in terms of like longer term problem solving you're really good at that i'm not so good at that like i can do short term problem solving i can get us from a to b and hopefully to c and maybe to d but you're but hoping you, i get us you, the rest you can of the get way. us to h typically if i get us started it's like it's like uh you remember the, those train trolleys you remember on the old black and whites they would push up and down and oh yeah train. it's like I'll push the shit out of the first 150 of those. But after that, you just keep the pace. And I think you're good at that.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Yeah. And I and I I, I think we balance each other's weaknesses out yeah. perfectly. And maybe that's the key to a great relationship. Maybe it is. Balancing out each other's weaknesses.
1: Does that count as a tip of the day?
0: Well, here's the tip of the day. Figure out what your own weaknesses are. And then see if you're... Uh, your partner. Your partner has those weaknesses, or they're the opposite of those. How about that? Yeah,
1: I think that's a great tip of the day. Okay.
0: And I'm going to play us out on our uh, harmonica this evening. Mediocre marriaging and other observations. Hold on. I'll I'll tell you when to press pause. Or stop. I'm okay. in charge. Yes, dear. It's upside down. <laughs> by everybody, treat people like people.